Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire, the show for news, features, reviews and all things running in your local area. Welcome to episode 13 of Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. I'm Andy Vickerman. And I'm Gareth Copley-Jones. And this is your local running news. How's things, mate? Very good, yeah. Um, we, we record this on a Monday night, so, you know, I, I often tell you about me, me club run, so I've just got in from my club run. So, yeah, no, things are good, yeah. We we did the five parks run. We, well, it's free, they call it the free parks run, but you run through a park called free parks in Newcastle. So, technically, if you add them all up, there's five, isn't there? It's Thistlebury Park the free parks and then you run through Lime Valley which isn't called a park but it is a park so it's technically five parks but we call it free parks if you're still following but yeah very nice run it's one of the routes you can only do in the summer uh lovely uh ran past Stokes at his training ground um nothing you promised us that you would run every every day this week so have you managed it <sighs> no um <laughs> I've been involved apart from Monday <laughs> apart from Friday, I have done something involving running. So, yeah, I have been out. I've been up in Silverdale and Apedale and on the Whammy track and volunteering at the Whammy and at uh, Burslem and um, and I've run today. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm there about. I just missed a couple of days and a couple of days volunteering rather than running. But, yeah, nearly. Well, um, you're... You also said you were off to London to um, uh, for work, and you said you were going to be running against some of the faster runners in the park. Did I... you catch up with any of them? No, no, well, no. I, I, my, my trip to London has been sort of curtailed because there was an opportunity to come home today. So I've come home for a day, and I'm going back to London tomorrow. And I will be running against some of them faster runners um, in Regent's Park, uh, waking up at six in the morning doing my Regent's Park run. Uh, past the giraffes, yeah, it's nice. You can run past the giraffes in Regent's Park, so it makes a wow, great. Makes makes a change from you know running through Lime Valley at eight o'clock in an evening, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. what you been up to, mate? Have you you've been you're in sunny Spain, which is nearly as sunny as Silverdale. It's, it's currently <laughs> in a heat wave in uh, Newcastle. We um, well, I brought my daughter away, so running can't really happen much because I can't leave her on her own. So basically we've been, she's been coming to a park and I've been running up and down the road next to it so it's not been the, the most ideal of training. But we've done lots of sw- we found a local municipal pool that we've been going in and we've also swam in our complex pool. And then Elizabeth also did her first sea swim race which was interesting. Um, yeah and Today, today we went to the municipal pool and I was chatting to the lifeguard in my broken Spanish and his broken English. So we're probably talking about something completely different. But the trail runner, it turns out. So uh, I've got a few tips off him where to run. Um, so yeah, hopefully it'll work out well. I can, when I can come on my own or when I get a bit of freedom, I can get some good runs in around here. Yeah, and that's about it. Um, come back on Thursday and then Hopefully, I can get cracking for that that big race that I keep telling you about. I won't mention its name again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big one. Yeah, that's me. Okay, in this week's show, we're going to um, talk about the news, reviews, results. What's the feature on this week, Gareth? 
feature is um, it's a guide uh, to um, training sessions. So you may have gone to a running club and seen it stuck. Like if you go to the, uh, the Whammy Park and you see it stuck up on the wall there, and it might read like gobbledygook. So we're going to try and do as best to explain what these things mean. So that's what the feature is. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and break down a bit of the uh, the jargon. And um, so you know what you might be getting yourself into if you do any of these training sessions. Yeah, we've got the fixtures and the weekly competition. Should we get on with it? Yes. Yeah, let's get on with it. <laughs> okay, in this week's news, uh, let's start with Peak Running have saved the Dovedale Dipper and will be taking over in 2020. The current organisers had decided that they'd taken it as far as they could and were going to wind it down. But Pete Running announced last week that uh, they had been in discussions with the organisers and they will be taking it over from 2020. Brilliant. Well done, then. Um, another bit of news is there was a course record at the Whammy Park Run on Saturday. Um, Felix McGrath of Newcastle AC came down. He's, on, he's first in, first appearance down at the Whammy. He's, he's a very quick runner, isn't he? Um, he came down and he absolutely yeah. smashed the course record. Um, he knocked 20 seconds off it. Uh, he ran at 15.24, which is fast. And he, he, looked, he made it look easy. Well, I only saw the start and the finish bit. You know, I don't know what it was like when he was getting up to Silverdale Church. Um, <laughs> the, ben, ben, I know ben, what I look like. It wouldn't have been pretty. <laughs> ben, who was behind him in second, said his only goal was to try and get to the city. If you've run the Whammy Park run, is to try and get to the signal before he saw Felix coming back the other way. He wanted to get to the signal. He didn't want that much of a gap. But yeah, <laughs> he, yeah he ran around in 15.24. Um, and if you look on the, 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 I think it's called Fast Running or something like that, their website, they list the top 10 fastest park runs in the, in the country. And it was the fourth fastest park run uh, that weekend. So um, brilliant. Yeah, good. well done, Felix. Fantastic. So... Another record to add to the uh, to the books. Yeah, and we've also got a, a giveaway, a freebie or competition, whatever you want to call it, from Trentham Running Club. They have got a competition for you to win a Trentham Triple place. The Trentham Triple is the three races um, that Trentham Running Club organise. So what have we got? We've got the Trentham 10K. We've got the Dave Clark 5K. And the Warrington 10K. So you've got an opportunity to get into all of those. Uh, the competition closes on Friday. And what you need to do is go to their Facebook page. And I think you either have to comment or share the post. So, yeah, get on there um, and you'll be in with a chance. And that's your weekly running news brought to you by Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. Right, it's time for the results. So, on the 17th of July was the Forest Five held at Macclesfield Forest. And that was won by Simon Harding of Macclesfield Harriers in 32.13. And Claire Clancy from Wilmslow in 37.28. The next day on Thursday was the last summer series. Um, You never made it, did you, mate? (laughs) No. 
<laughs> he, he was up at Rudyard Lake. I would have won, though, if it was me. Of course you would. <laughs> Uh, but because you weren't racing, Ian Salt from Stoke AC won for the boys in 25.54. And it was uh, Katie Latham of South Cheshire that won for the girls in 31.29. Overall, uh, for the entire summer series, because it's now finished now until next year, uh, the overall winner was Julian Goodwin from Boali and uh, Katie Latham from South Cheshire took the uh, overall prize for the girls. So well done. Yeah, on the 20th of July, so the Saturday, was the Thunder Run 10K. I think this is a new race. I don't remember it having happened in the past. And Lewis Naggington won in 37 minutes. And Nadine Tomkinson won in 48.26. The actual Thunder Run 24-hour race, there's been no results published yet. I was hoping for some information from the runners uh, themselves. They were going to write into us and tell us how they got on. But we haven't had anything yet, so let us know what's, uh, what you did, how, what time you did, how much of a good time you done anything. Um, just write into us and we'll happily convey the message on next week's podcast. And that's all of your results. Listen out for the fixtures later in the podcast. So, uh, continuing on from last week, the, the, the feature that will never go away, that it, it wasn't even a feature, it was a Facebook question. Um, lost races. Everyone is obsessed with our lost races. Hopefully, we won't have any lost races, you know, in years to come. You know, everyone's going to keep racing. But uh, Dale Colclough came, uh, wrote in and uh, he left a review on a lost race. And um, I think you've got it there, haven't you? Andy? I have, yeah, so let's uh, crack on with it. It was called the Trenton Trailblazer. Um, I've never heard of that, so have you ever heard of that one, Gary? That last week, last week, I'm sure it was on one of them lists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Trenton Trailblazer, uh, and Dale said it was a midweek classic organised by PMAC, and I think that was Pottery's Marathon Athletics Club. It was originally a 20k. And in the later years, it became a two-lap 15k off-road race. Starting along the track below Kingswood and Trenton Gardens, the route went out across the, the then Caravan Park, through a gate into Trenton Park, climbing up the vertical climb near Jacob's Ladder. The runners then had to drop into the quarry on lap one and climb back out before turning right into Kingswood. The route then dropped down through the wood before hitting the track around the lake taking you back to the finish in the Italian gardens. Wait, though, you couldn't finish until you had completed the second lap, a classic organised by Alan Simpson and the members of PMAC. Thanks for that anyway, Dale. Uh, Hopefully we'll have some more reviews on products, races, anything that you want to tell us about in next week's podcast. This week's feature is a training session guide and why i wanted to do this is when people arrive at a club they say what are we doing tonight and somebody will say we're doing pyramids we're doing a fartlek we're doing reps and if you've not been into running before i'm sure as i was the same you stand there thinking what the heck are they so if you are a runner that doesn't run with a running club and you're planning to run with a running club hopefully we are going to break some of the jargon down and you can go there 
full of confidence in knowing what you're actually going to be doing. So there are many different training sessions and they range in intensity. So what are the general, what's the one that you would do if you're not putting any effort in, Gareth? Tell us all about that. People often run the same same distance at the same pace for the same time all the time and they don't improve and they wonder why um basically you need to run your fast runs fast and your slow runs are a lot slower than you think and try to stop the runs in the middle you know stop doing the going out running the you know whatever your standard running pace is stop doing that and try just just to run your fast runs very quickly short fast runs long slow runs and then you put in the more complicated uh, interval sessions if the coach says to you we are doing an easy run tonight what would that be well you'd go out on a nice easy run and make sure it is easy very easy yeah very easy and so you can chat all the way chat all the way if you can chat all the way around that is perfect um nice and easy you haven't got to stop anything like that no Mm -hmm. no and and this is what people get wrong when they're marathon training you know so do it nice and easy and if you want to learn to be quick do that nice short and fast and then yeah we try and put it all together for for a um there's other things you can do as well but uh the basics of the basics is you know Fast runs fast, slow runs slow. I would define an easy run for myself. I would say it is my natural running pace with another minute on top, I would say. Yes. It's amazing what that minute does for you. You're not doing any damage to your muscles. You're just basically rolling. Yes. Um, Yeah, so a steady run. So if somebody said to you, I'm doing a steady run or a long steady run, um, then I suppose... That is where you just come to your normal pace. Um, so if you went out and did a run, um, you weren't intentionally going easy and you weren't intentionally putting any higher intensity into it, a steady run would just be your natural running pace. Am I right with that? Is yeah, that you're you right. Like, there's nothing wrong with going for a run at your natural running pace. But if you want yeah. to improve, just try not to just yeah. do every run at that pace. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. And a long, a long steady run is obviously a steady run, but long. <laughs> I don't think there's any hard science behind that one. Um, See, I so, always yeah. thought, I always thought LSR, when people wrote it down for years, I always thought it meant long Sunday run. Because well, there you go, you see, yeah. And yeah, yeah. for years I always thought it was Sunday, but again, I always used to think, oh, I never get to do that because I never do my long runs on a Sunday, so I'll have to call it something else. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So they're your, they're your general runs. You probably won't do them if you go to a club. You'll probably just do them if you're going for a run. Um, yeah. So your coach might say to you, "For everything else this week, I want you to do it easy." Or if you're going out for a run and you're just going for a run, you'll probably do steady. And then obviously, if you're in a training plan for maybe a marathon or something, you'll be asked to do a long, steady run by your coach. Yeah. Um, just... So they they're the three bog standard runs really aren't they before you start getting into the work of track sessions and reps and intervals and higher intensity yes those are the ones where you're putting your miles on the uh, miles in the legs yes so yeah if you're doing if you're training for a marathon 
you know, you're doing that long steady run and you're adding a mile on each week or so or, you know, a couple of miles every fortnight or something like that. You know, you're building it up slowly, steady, miles in the legs. That's it. Yeah. So when we start looking at the higher intensity efforts, I suppose the first place that you'll always look at is your reps or otherwise can be known as intervals. And these are the standard ones. So you would just be doing a set amount of time for a certain amount of times or a set amount of distance for a certain amount of distance, um, so for a certain amount of times. Mm. So for example, you could do, I don't know, three minutes of hard effort with one minute of recovery uh, for six times or something like that. Um, or, 800 meters with 200 meters recovery for eight times, something like that. They are, they will be your standard track sessions or if you're going out with a club and you're going to be doing high intensity effort, they will be your bog standard efforts that you will see, won't they? Yeah, yeah the reason, the idea behind intervals is, the idea is you that interval when you're running for three minutes or 800 meters, you're running that quickly. You're training your body to run very, very quickly in that short period of time. And then hopefully you can put all that together and and it forms a fast 5K or a fast 10K. And, and you mix up the the reps. So if you start to see you started on like five times two minutes or something like that with two minutes off, two minutes recovery. So the following week you can go, right, well, I might shorten that recovery. So you only have a one minute off and do the exact same session again, but you just have one minute's recovery. And then you can go, right, well, I'll change that again, but I'll extend the recovery and I'll, uh, I'll run for an extra minute. And you just, all the coach is doing is playing around with it and trying to improve your different energy zones, your l- lactic, lactic and aerobic Uh, energy zones so the next one is uh pyramids so this is a rep session but it's where the times change and it's one that you never think you'll be able to do once you've probably done two of the the reps Uh, so go on tell us about pyramids gareth well pyramids you can do time-based or you can do um distance-based but it's basically so like we do one at the club where you run for a minute minute rest run for two minutes minute rest run for three minutes minute rest run for four minutes minute rest so you're sort of climbing up the the one side of the pyramid so until you can get to four minutes running and and then you go back down again so you get a minute's rest go back down to three minutes running minutes rest two minutes running minutes rest one minute running minutes rest Uh, it's basically you you've you're starting off running very quickly because you can run for a minute very quickly and then you're really pushing it because you're trying to hold that for two minutes and obviously you, you rest in between. So it's just trying to sustain speed, really. I find that probably one of the hardest ones, to be honest. Whether I go off too quick on the short ones or I don't know that, I don't know what I do wrong, but I really struggle by by the top of the pyramid, especially. Uh, but I suppose that's the idea. And, well, that's uh, the idea, yeah. You, the, like the, time, yeah. These sessions, uh, you know, they're, no, they're only meant to last half an hour or something like that. Yeah, you, you put a, a warm-up in, but the actual main session's probably only going to last about half an hour. And, yeah, it's, you know, you don't run around these sessions chatting on to your 
your mates in theory you know if you come on a wednesday night they probably do but um <laughs> you you know these are the ones where you've got to you know get your nose down and and put your effort in but you get massive rewards from these sort of sessions i, I love it when you set these things on the podcast because there's probably people like john danny here listening to this who's a very qualified coach going bloody hell he's only been a coach for two minutes and he thinks he knows it all but the truth <laughs> is i don't and um it's all about just trying to break up your running, trying to do these different types of runs because by varying it and taking yourself out of your comfort zone and doing things like pyramids or fartlek or tempo or the things that we're going to talk about, um, they basically all do the same thing, but it's just it's just trying to break it up so you, you're working your body differently each time you go and do a run rather than doing the same run every time. So the mm. the next one on our list is a tempo run, which tempo um, is sort of, if you imagine 100% being like 100 metres, like really ramping your heart rate right up there, it's like running 80%. So if you think your steady run's about 60, so your tempo run is, is faster than your... It's, tempo run is faster than your steady run, but not quite as quick as what you're running two minute reps or something like that in. So it's like a fast pace that you can maintain for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So it's, it's, it's a good sharp short run. So, yeah, that Dale is getting some mentions tonight. Dale Colclough. He always said to me with a tempo, you should be able to finish the tempo and you should be able to carry on. Yeah. So it's not where you should, you shouldn't have your hands on your knees once you finish. Um, you should be able to carry on through it if you needed to. Mm. Um, but again, you can do that in time or distance. Generally, they tend to be 20 or 25 minutes or around around the park run distance, don't they? So 5K, something like that. Um, they can be longer or shorter, depending on what you're training for. But that they are the, the general the general times that all distances if, you will see for a tempo. If you go out and if you say you, you're Joe, Joe, uh, John Jones again. I, I had John. John's one of our regular listeners. He runs out on his own. Um, so John Jones, he runs for an hour. Three three times he runs for an hour every week. And he runs the exact same route. And we're trying to get John to stop doing this. So but we, our advice to John is if he could turn one of those hour sessions into a two-hour session. And he runs, or not, maybe not a two-hour session, an hour and a half session. But he runs it a lot slower than what he's running at the moment. So that's his is that's his long run, his long steady run, and then he can keep his hour long session where he's running nice and steady. But then if he can do one the other hour, he swaps it for a a twenty five thirty minute fast session. So instead of running two three one hour set uh, runs, he now runs a twenty five minute tempo fast run. And he runs his steady mile, steady hour run, and he runs a steady one and a half hour run. So he's not, you know, he's breaking it up. He's he's running differently each time he goes out. So yeah, yeah, good. So I don't really understand this one. When I've done the uh, course for, to be a leader, we did fartlek, and from my understanding, it's just it's haphazard. You you. You just choose off the, as as you're going whether you're going to go hard, easy, whatever. So come on, Gareth, coach, tell us about it. 
Apparently, right. it's, it's Swedish for speed play. <laughs> that, that, that's right, the, okay. But, but it's just the, it's the same. Yeah, it's unstructured uh, things. So, right, you know, like a session would be five times three minutes with a bit of recovery. So, fartlek, it's it's not that. It's um, right. I'm I'm going to do a I don't know forty minute run, and I'm going to throw in some bursts of two minutes quite quick running here and there, and I'm putting a burst of three minutes quite quick running. Or I'm going to every time I, I'm going to run part certain part of the track, but when I get to the three hundred to four hundred markers, I'm going to run them quick. And then I'll steady again, and then I'll run it quick again. So it's unstructured. Yeah. You, you, it can be time, or it can be time and distance based. It could be just time based, distance based. It could be, you know. So it's just messing around with your paces during a run, yeah. basically. Um, people swear by it, you know. Um, I'd, I'd I think I do that with, without knowing about it then, because I just. When I go out on some of my runs, I'll just try and, like you say, play about with it. But I, ne- I never knew that's what thought that was. So now I can. Uh... Yeah, thanks for that. Speed, <laughs> speed play. You, you see something tonight? Yeah, speed, <laughs> speed play. They call it. Yeah. So yeah. And then the final one is the steady out and fast back, and that kind of explains it all. So you will run to a point um, steadily, or yeah, and then you will have to get back faster then you, you got out, basically. So you might run out for 30 minutes and then you've got to get back to the same point within 30 minutes. And I know that um, our club do a 31-29, is it? So well, you run for 31 minutes and you have to get back to the same point within 29? We don't. We don't at the moment. We we, we tried it, bless us, you know. Uh, yeah, try, just trying to get people to run together is bloody hard work sometimes, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, the idea was once a month. I pinched it from a running club in in uh, Leeds that did it. But you ru- you run the same route every week. Uh, uh, sorry, once a month, not every week. Once a month, you run the same route. Uh, you run out on the same route. Everybody runs on the same route for thirty one minutes. See how far they can get in that thirty one minutes. But the stipulation is they need to get back to where they started in twenty nine minutes. So you, you cut every month you did it, you could see improvement because you would try to get as far as you could do in that 31 minutes. No, but you knew you had to get back. Um, but you had to get back on the 60 minutes. Yeah, that was the, the rule. You know, you could run as far out as you wanted, but you had to be back on 60 minutes. And hopefully each month people would get, you know, past the Wolstanton shops or past the New Vic Theatre or wherever the, our route went. But the idea was everyone had a marker from the following uh, month. They go, right, I'm going to get past there this time and get back. So, um, yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's, it's like a time trial, really, but without the, the time. It's just distance. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Excellent. Well, I think, I think that's about most of them, isn't it? I think they're the main ones that we need to tick off. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I always swear when I'm in my week, I will try and throw in a long, steady run. Um, some kind of rep session and uh, a tempo, they will be my main three, and then anything else will be easy, really. Uh, so that's yeah, that's what I aim for. Um, 
So I hope that's explained to anybody that's looking to go to a club or doesn't understand some of them um, what the different sessions are that you could possibly come across. Mm. If there's it's, any others, feel free to let us know. It's it's just running. You forgot to put hills on this thing, by the way, Andy, but that's self-explanatory. You're running up yeah. in hills. <laughs> there, there might be a reason why I forgot to put hills. <laughs> because I don't like them. <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks very much. I've enjoyed that anyway, even if um, there's nobody else out there that will find it useful. Okay, it's time for this week's Facebook question. Uh, So this week's Facebook question was set by yourself, Gareth, and it was, what is your bucket list race? And we, um, we did set some rules that they couldn't be well, they had to be a race that you could actually run, so they couldn't be the Olympic final or the Barclay Marathon or something like that. So, yeah, have you got the um, have you got the replies there? Should we start going through them? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, where where do we start? Um, Gemma Hall. My bucket list race was just be able to run. Oh, come on, Gemma! You need a bit more imagination <laughs> than that. But then she goes on to say. Um, after learning to run and and doing a bit more and doing a bit more and she's she, you know she's now completed the first half marathon a new bucket list race run and I never knew this existed but I'm, it could be on my bucket list now is the Las Vegas half marathon Sean Lewis has said it has to be the Madoc marathon for me well for him if he ever comes out of marathon retirement, it would be for this one. So if Kirsten's listening, she needs to uh, slip on that enter now button for the Madoc Marathon. Uh, Kirsten actually left us a review last week, so if you were wondering who that is. Next. Um, Craig Taylor, Marathon marathon Disciples. Yeah. Can you just enter that? Can you just pay £45 and get your £2 off if you're affiliated? <laughs> you know, I didn't think you could do. Um, yeah, so he has no idea. He just became infatuated with when he first started running. So go for it, Craig. Yeah, you'll, you'll love it. Graham Sheridan has said, uh, given that we've ruled out the Barclay Marathons, which he was um, planning on entering, um, and told us we have to be more realistic, every year he promises himself that he's going to do the Great South Run. It's a 10 miler. So still in scope, given his current fitness, and held where he went to poly 30 years ago. Is that, that's a university for the young kids. And he's never been back, but no doubt in 2019 will be another year of watching it on the TV. Um, Ollie Clark's pinched mine. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, comrades, the Comrades Marathon in South Africa. Um yeah, yeah, haven't put no reason why he wants to do it. He's just wrote comrades. Um, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd really like to do comrades. It's if, if anyone doesn't know it, it's an ultra marathon. Which I don't, I don't know why. I've got no interest in doing ultra marathons other than comrades. Um, but it's from Durban to Peter's Maritzburg or Peter Marisburg to Durban. They alternate each year, um, and it's. It's it's a bit like you imagine that our London Marathon in in England, uh, but in South Africa it's huge and and running full stop is 
massive in South Africa. So you can imagine a country that is big on outdoor fitness has a race called Comrades, which is it's probably big. A Comrades in, in South Africa is bigger than the London Marathons in England. So can you imagine how big it is? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a, but what they do, they have this unique um, cutoff. <laughs> you run the race. Um, how many miles is it? It's 50-ish in it. So it might be 50-something. I don't know, mate. Uh, oh, it's, it's it's a good good old well, it's in kilometers i think it's like 90 odd kilometers whatever that is in old money um but if you don't complete it in a certain time they take away the the finishing arch they just pull it all down so you can <laughs> be running in you know i think it's 12 hours or 13 hours and you, you literally can pull the way of the finish and that's it no you're not in um <laughs> The person that wins it gets the exact same prize, apparently. Something they they get a very big prize for finishing first, but the person the last person to get over the finishing line before they pull it down also gets a massive prize, similar to the person that finishes first. Wow, right. Yeah, so excellent. Yeah, so that's one I'd like to do. Um What was day. the other one you said there was two? So whilst we're at it, tell it, us what your other one was. It's two oceans, which is also in South Africa, um, and that's running round the um, sort of like the coastline in Cape Town. Can you imagine that's pretty special? Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Okay. So I'd like to do, yeah, just yeah, running in South Africa. It's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good place. Okay. Well, Ian Corley, he said he could say that he's already done his. Uh, the Bruges Marathon was a dream last year and he can't wait to do it again this October. But other than that, he would say, the Curahee 10K. And right now, the majority of people are thinking, where or what the hell is Curahee? I hope I'm saying it right. Band of Brothers fans will know. It's the hill that they had to run up and down at Tokoa in Georgia. Three miles up and three miles down. Huge fan of the book and TV, TV series. And to run there in real life with easy company ran would be a privilege. Mm. Mm. Anything else? I once ran up the rocky steps, you know. You know, the famous rocky steps. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, as in the film? I yeah. You meant, like, yeah, Rocky no, Mountains no, or something? No, in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, on a, and I did a proper run and then ran up them to finish, you know, like Rocky does in the film. And I got up and I went, yeah, give it the old Adrian. And you think you're being big and clever. And then two seconds later, someone else is also running up the steps shouting Adrian. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yes, we've got uh, Drew Wilson. Uh, he has a few. Um, those that know me know the Spine Challenger is his main bucket race, list race. Have you done the Spine Challenger? I don't know. I've, I've... I've done the spine, but I've not um, done it as an actual race. I've just ran it. Um, um, I didn't quite finish it, so we'll skip over that. Um, but yeah, the spine challenger is basically the um, the Pennine Way footpath, um, but turned into a race. And I think the challenger is part of it, up to horse, so it doesn't go all the way into Scotland. So it's the shorter of the two races, I believe. I can't right. remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Chris Hardman has put the Coastal Challenge in Costa Rica. Rainforests and beaches, why not? Uh, I think we're about there, aren't we? Oh, no, there's more. There's more. Oh, is there yeah. one there? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, David Wheatley, he'd like to run the Tokyo Marathon for the people, the place, and the running. Uh, I agree with him on that one. I'd like to run in, you know, run in Japan. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and Paul Baslam has put the ESO in advert for the Anchor Watts Half Marathon, and that looks brilliant. Um, any more? Uh, Steve McCann, he says the... Well, he's put a link. Um, right, clicked on the link. The, the Ultra Sky Trail Run in... Oh, God, Struve, I should have left that one for you. Um, I should have picked the Costa Rican one. Um, Kranska, Gore. Yeah. yeah. Why is everyone's yeah. bucket list races, like really long races? You know, they're probably mm. strange, isn't it? The people, if they were going to pick any race they wanted to do, it'd be a, a, a really long one. Strange, that. Yeah. Um, well, the... talking of a short one, I would like to um, do the um, Bushy Park Park Run. Yes, I would. So that would be something I'd like to do. Um, long races, I don't know. I'd fancy doing probably one of the um, marathons in America. Um, I don't know, New York or Boston, something like that. But other than that, I mean, there's, there's things that I'd like to do, like UTMB and the Lakeland 50, the longer races, but... I don't know if I'll ever get around to doing them, just purely for time and for training. So, with the rules that we've set ourselves, I don't know if I can um, actually put them on. And I think that's about it, isn't it? So, thanks very much, everybody, for contributing. I'm sure we'll have another question. What what should we say it'll be? I think I've... Am I deciding this week? You are deciding. That was mine, yeah. 25 comments so, yeah, to be. Um, so, yeah, next week's question is going to be all about recovery. So I am terrible at it. I don't do any recovery, really, apart from going to sleep. Um, how do you recover? So tell us about any nutrition that you religiously swear by, um, any tips that you have about going to bed early or anything like that. Go on, hit us with it, mm. and we'll put the question on sometime this weekend. Yeah, I used to go for the, if anyone knows the yoga, I do like, I like a bit of the child's pose. And uh, Titanic plum porter. <laughs> is that a yoga pose? Is it Titanic plum porter? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Well, thanks very much. It's time for your friendly fixture service. So, on the twenty fourth of July, we've got the Food Bank Five K Race Two in Bramall. And the staff's not five in Cannock Chase. On the 28th, we've got the, the Wirral Hunter 10K and the Albert Trail um, in, in Litchfield featuring the ukulele band. <laughs> on the 3rd of August, it's the Tegs Nose Fall Race. Uh, on the 4th is the Cannock Chase 10K. Yeah, the Trenton 10K. And the Bollinger 10K. It's time for this week's competition. So last week we said that we would give a winner's place for the Burton 10K to somebody who commented on the Facebook question. So, Gareth, seeing as it was your question, who have you picked as the winner for last week? They're, they're all very good answers. Um, 
But I, be, because I feel a bit guilty, and I think he probably would have said it if I didn't rule it out. Um, because, yeah, I feel a bit guilty. Graham Sheridan clearly wants to do the Barclay Marathon. Uh, but he says here, given you've ruled it out, he's had to go with the Great South Run, unfortunately. So because he fictionally in our little bucket list race cap for Barclay Marathon, let's give him the prize and he can do the Burton 10K, which um, doesn't involve taking pages out of books or running alternate uh, loops of a 20-mile uh, circuit. So, yes, Gary, <laughs> you're, you're more than welcome to run the Burton 10K in um in a couple of weeks is it yeah uh, yeah send us your details graham and we'll get you answered next week we are going back to interaction so send us your reviews anything news um product information anything like that anything that will be useful for the podcast and we will enter you into well the prize draw for the Trentum 10k and the winners will be announced on next week's podcast Okay, well, that's it for this week. Um, let us know what you want to be on next week's feature because um, I'm running out of ideas. What are you up to, mate? Um, this week, um, well, I'm going down London um, to run around Regent's Park. Um, celebrity spotting. I have, sp- you know, I do spot a few celebrities. Well, I was running alongside a very unfit Stephen Fry once. So, um, yeah, I'm up into up the celebrity spotting game. Um, and um, that'll be it. Hopefully, the cricket will finish within three days, and I can get back to the whammy to see people <laughs> try have a crack at the the fifteen twenty four record. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's it really. I've, I've got to try and find a race for September. I'm trying to do a race in September. Um, okay. Uh, what are you up to, mate? Um, well, I'm hoping to hire a bike for Elizabeth tomorrow so I can drag her alongside me to do a, an actual run. Um, and then I'm hoping, I keep promising these races, but I'm hoping that I can get to that Abbott Trail race in Litchfield just to see the ukulele band. Uh, and I think that's on Sunday. And then it will be time to chat to you again next week. Uh, I might be about for a run on Friday if you are. I'm in London running with Stephen Fry, unfortunately, mate. Sorry. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to run on my own. Uh, yeah. Listen to my own company. And that's about it. So keep run sacking, run sackers, and we'll speak to you next week. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Sorry, the rabbits just jumped on the settee. <laughs> <laughs>